as we desire to grow. What did we talk about last month? Anybody remember? It's been so long. Growing in Christian character. We talked about ethics. We talked a little bit about etiquette uh, last month as well. We Character is so important to us uh, in our lives. Amen. We must build up on our character. We must grow. We must allow God's word to be a part of us. When you're studying the word of God, and you're reading the Bible. And that's why one of the goals in this church is for you to read your Bible through every year. As a Christian, it's the same way. Like Corey Tenbone said was we're studying about prayer. She says prayer has to be your steering wheel. It can't be your spare tire. You know, it can't be. It's got to be what guides you. It's got to be what leads you and turns you the direction that God's want. So, you know, when you're studying the Word of God... You know, it's kind of hard for me to believe you're a Christian if you don't read your Bible. Hello, anybody home? Amen. It should be a habit. Amen. The same way you get up, brush your teeth, it should be a habit. You know, clean your house should be a habit. You know, all these things should be habits in, in the Christian's life. We're moving on to perfection. And so, therefore, we have to learn to grow. And as the world gets turned upside down constantly, you know, we as children of God must have wisdom. Jesus says that the children in this world is wiser than the children of light. That shouldn't be. Amen. You know, we must understand that God has brought us out of darkness to the marvelous light for a purpose. And we have to commit to this. You know, we came, we prayed, we sought God for the Holy Ghost. He filled us. We was baptized in his name. Amen. And now he puts us on a new course, and we are to walk in newness of life. As our purpose is that you might walk worthy of the Lord to all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Every day you should know so much more about Jesus than you knew the day before. As the songwriter says, every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. Every day with Jesus, I love him more and more. Jesus saves and he keeps me. He's the one I'm waiting for. Every day with Jesus should be sweeter than the day before. You should unfold something out of the word of God that gives you wisdom and knowledge and understanding applied to your life amen so this month we're going to be looking at growing in wisdom james chapter 1 verse 5 in your bibles james chapter 1 verse 5 james says if any of you lack wisdom let him ask of god that give it to all men liberally and unbraideth not and it shall be given him See, God don't want his children to be dumb. He wants you to be wise. He wants you to know what you're doing on a day-to-day basics. He wants you to have clear understanding of what is going on and how it applies to your life. So if you don't understand, then you need to talk to him. That goes back to prayer. In prayer, we present our supplications, our, our needs, our desire, you know, And so we need to talk to God and ask Him if you don't understand something. Amen. So what is the difference between wisdom and knowledge? Wisdom and knowledge, both reoccurring themes in the Bible, are related but not synonymous. The dictionary defines wisdom as the ability to discern or judge what is true, right, and lasting. It is the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment. The quality of being wise. The ability to discern inequalities in relationships, insight, good sense, and judgment. Knowledge, on the other hand, is information gained through experience, reasoning, or acquaintances. Knowledge can exist without wisdom, but not the other way around. You can have all the knowledge in the world, but you cannot have wisdom without knowledge. Okay. 
one can be knowledgeable without being wise. You ever seen anybody like that? <laughs> Knowledge is knowing how to use a gun. Wisdom is knowing when to use it and when to keep it in the holster. Knowledge is knowing what a person needs to do. Wisdom is knowing how to tell them and when to tell them. Knowledge understand the light has turned red. Wisdom applies the brakes. Knowledge sees the whole. Wisdom walks around it. Knowledge sees the fuel gauge light on your vehicle flashing one and of soon empty. Wisdom stops and put in some fuel. Knowledge memorizes the scripture. Wisdom obeys them. Knowledge learned of God. Wisdom loves him. Knowledge is what is gathered over time through study. It can be said that wisdom in turn acts properly upon knowledge. Wisdom, then, is the fitting application of knowledge. Solomon states, get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth, forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee, love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding." Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 5 through 9. Proverbs 9, 9 through 10. Give instructions to a wise man, and he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man. And he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the holy is understanding. So during this lesson, we're going to look at some ways to grow in wisdom. And so how do we obtain wisdom? Well, our theme scripture helps us. James says, if any of us like wisdom, he says, let him ask of God. So therefore, to obtain that wisdom in prayer... We need to seek God for directions, for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of the things that we do not understand or have knowledge of. Jesus says in Matthew 7, 7, Ask, and it shall be given unto you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door shall be opened unto you. And John 16, 24, Hitherto you has asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you shall receive, that your joy might be full, or may be full. Amen. So, if you don't, you want to have joy, is you have knowledge and understanding of what you're doing. The more you know, the more motivated you'll know. Be, excuse me. You, the more encouraged you will be, the more things you know the answer to and how it applies, it helps your inner man to be more motivated. It helps you to stop fearing so many things that comes into your life. Most people fear things because they don't have any wisdom. Most people fear hell and going to heaven and dying because they don't have the wisdom. They don't study. They don't ask God for understanding. See, heaven should be excitement. You know, every time you hear it, there should be something that causes you to go to get excited. When you see the cross, it should make you excited. See, people, some people have not the knowledge, Paul says, of Christ, and I speak that to your shame. If you have knowledge, then you should have the wisdom of how this stuff applies to your life. So that you stay motivated. So you stay on the straight and narrow path. Jesus doesn't offer us anything that he does not want us to have. And so therefore we need to ask. In Luke chapter 8 verse 4 through verse 18. And the parable of the sore. Amen. You notice Jesus says, you know, the kingdom of God is like a, a man that goes out and just sows seeds. Some fell by the wayside. Some fell among the rocks. 
Some fell among the thorns, and some fell among good ground. You know, and he ends it right there. But notice what the disciples do. They are confused. They have knowledge. Most people know have knowledge. You know, if I go out to sow seed, if you ever been around a crop, what's going to happen? Well, as soon as you stick your hand in the bag and pull it out, some of the seeds going to fall on the ground. You can't hold them all in your hand. So that's why a lot of them fall right before, beside you. You know, and if you haven't cleaned out the field where you're planting, you know, there could be some, some stones in the ground. In the old days, before they even planted anything, they walked out across the field looking for stones to pull them up, get them out, get them out of there, because they know once the seeds start to grow, if it hits a stone, that's as far as it's going. See? And so as a result, he says some fell among stones, and then some fell among the thorns, and then some fell upon good ground. Well, when the disciples asked him to explain it, he said, they that are the wayside are they that hear the word of God, but before they have an understanding of what is said, the devil comes and takes it away. Notice he tells them that the seed is what? The word of God. Say, when you go back and you begin to look, and from the time of Genesis, the Lord told Satan that the seed of man would destroy the, his head. Say, the seed, he was referring to Jesus Christ. In the beginning, what? Was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. See, the seed is the Word of God. So you're planting the Word of God. Say, and some is going to fall by the wayside. See, the enemy is going to distract you. You're not going to capture it. Mannerism, things of that nature can stop you from hearing the Word of God. You know, that among the rocks are they, they hear the Word of God, they receive it, but what? Because they don't have any roots. See, your roots should be down. That's why David says in Psalms 1, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, Amen. Or stand in the way of sinners, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in the law that he meditate day and night, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, shall bring forth his fruit and his season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Your roots should be down. You should be solid, rooted, grounded. In the truth of God's word, nothing, Paul says, should be able to separate you from the love of God. When you realize where you were and what God has done for you and where he has brought you from, nothing should be able to pull you away. You've got to study the word of God. You've got to get into the word of God. You've got to get down in this thing. You've got to open up. You've got to get revelation of what you're reading and what you're studying. Amen. You need to know. So Jesus is telling the parable about the seed, and some fell among the thorns. And then he says that they are among the thorns are they that hear the word of God. But what happened? You know, the cares of this life. You can't allow your cares to pull you away from God, to distract you from the things of God. They're going to come. There's many cares and situations and circumstances that's going to keep bombarding you. That's the enemy's goal. He's going to keep putting things out there to try to stop you and impede you. Amen. But you've got to be rooted. You've got to be solid. You've got to be down that you purpose in your heart. I'm not going to let my cares take me away from God. I'm not going to let anything come between me and God. We have to learn how, as Paul says, endure hardness as a good soldier. You've got to learn how to take a licking and keep on ticking. You've got to learn how to be an overcomer. Amen. You've got to learn how to adapt and overcome. Amen. You know, one of the things you learn uh, in, in this walk with God is you have to learn how to adapt. You know, it's not always going to be pleasing. It's not going to be always comfortable. 
you know, when they asked Jesus, you know, where are you going? He says, I don't have a home. You know, he says, foxes have holes and, you know, birds have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. You know, you have to realize that sometimes in this walk with God, things are going to happen. So you have to have the wisdom and knowledge to stop and overcome. Adapt to the situation. Amen. And overcome it. Don't let it get over you. Don't let it pull you under deeper and deeper. See, you have to learn how to get up. You gotta learn how to worship God. You gotta learn how to exalt God and why you're doing all what you're doing and what you're going through, all you're going through. Then he says, some fell what? Among good ground. See, you want your heart to always be ready to receive the things of God so that you can continue to grow. Amen. So, we have to realize the truth of God's Word is designed to bring us that wisdom and knowledge and understanding that we need so that we can be wise. Notice Proverbs 8. Amen. What it says. Here, Proverbs 8. That's not wisdom cry. That's not understanding put forth their voice. She's standing in the top of the high places, by the ways of the place of the paths. She cries at the gates, at the entry of the city, at the coming in of the door. Unto you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the son of men. O you simple, understand wisdom, and you fools, be ye of an understanding heart. Hear, for I will speak of what? Excellent things, and the opening of my mouth shall live, shall be right things. All the words of my mouth are in what? Truth. My mouth shall speak truth, and wickedness is abomination to my lips. Now, if I have wisdom, why am I doing cursing? If I have wisdom, why am I swearing? Say, if I have wisdom, why am I condemning myself? Hello? Say, if I, if I have wisdom, why am I talking down myself? Why am I not edifying and building myself up on my most holy faith? Say, we, we got to get this thing right. Say, I can have knowledge, but not the wisdom. I want wisdom. I need wisdom. How does it apply? The, for my mouth shall speak what? Truth. What does that tell you? If I have wisdom, then lies should not be in my lips. Hey, you, you can't squirt the corners. And there's no such thing as a white little white lie. See, you have to be honest. First of all, with yourself and with God. Say, don't, don't try to squirt. That's not wisdom. Be truthful. He's a God of truth, remember? And if he's in me, then guess what? I must be truthful. Say, so my mom shall speak truth. Who shall dwell in your holy place? He that speaketh truth. Hey. For without, the book of Revelation says, are all liars, whoremongers, all those people are going to the pit. And I don't plan on going with any of them. <laughs> See? So I've got to get in the mindset. I've got to get this thing in my mind with wisdom. Amen. For the, my mom shall speak truth and wickedness abomination to my lips. The words of my mouth are in righteousness. There is nothing forward or perverse in them. They're all plain to them to have understanding right to them to seek after the knowledge. Receive my instructions rather than gold. Silver rather. 
and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things thou may desire are not compared to it. You can have all the money in the world and still be stupid. Jesus said, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world? Lose his soul. You have to wisen up. See? I'm not saying you can't be millionaires, billionaires. But you just need to have wisdom with it. I know a lot of millionaires in the church. And they have the wisdom to go along with it. You will never know it. If I walked them in this door right now, you would never know that they are millionaires. Yeah. But because they have wisdom, they are staying in the word of God. They are letting God lead and orchestrate their lives. You know, you would never know it. See, wisdom must always be first and foremost. Our wisdom dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. The fear of the Lord is to hate what? Evil. Pride, the arrogancy, and the evil way do I hate, and the forward mouth do I hate. Counsel is mine, and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. By me, kings reign, and princes decree justice. By me, princes rule, and nobles, and all the judges of the earth. I love them that love me, and they that seek me early shall find me. And it riches and honors, where are they? That were wisdom. Doable riches and righteousness. Amen. All my fruit is better than gold, yea, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. I lead in the ways of righteousness, in the midst of the path of judgment, that those that cause them that love me may inherit substance, and I'll fill your treasures. Notice. We'll stop right there. But notice, his crying. Everywhere you turn, wisdom is calling. Say, hey, get me. You know, I'm better than all those things you're trying to go after. That's what wisdom is saying to you and I. So we have to realize that without wisdom, we're going to lose out. Without wisdom, you can kiss heaven goodbye. Because you're going to find yourself spinning your wheels trying to do so many things over here that God is never going to be number one in your life. He's got to maintain first place in everything. That's why Jesus says in Matthew 6.33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else you have need of will be added unto you. You've got to have wisdom. It's crying to you. Everywhere you turn, wisdom can keep you out of debt. <laughs> wisdom can teach you, keep you from getting into bad marriages. Wisdom can keep you from going down the wrong pathway. You've got to have wisdom. Amen. Isaiah 45, 11 and 13. Thus saith the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, and His Maker, ask me of things to come concerning my sons, and concerning the works of my hands. Command ye me. I have made the earth and created man upon it. I, even my hands, have scratched out the heavens, and all their hosts have I commanded. I have raised him up in righteousness, and I will direct all his ways. He shall build my city, and he shall let go my captives, not for price nor reward, saith the Lord of hosts. Amen. God makes everything. The heavens declare the glory of the Lord. The firmament show forth his hand and works. Day unto day they utter speech, and night unto night they show forth knowledge. Amen. You look out there and people say, there ain't no God. Right, fool, go right ahead. Amen. They asked Jesus another question. Amen. 
Look at Matthew, I mean Mark chapter 7. Start with verse 5. Mark chapter 7. They asked Jesus, the Pharisees and the scribes, then the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why walk not thy disciples according to the tradition of the elders? Listen, tradition will kill you. Without wisdom, you follow tradition, it can kill you. The tradition of elders, but eat bread with unwashed hands. Now notice, they was accusing the people of not washing their hands before they eat. We'd all be dead, wouldn't we? <laughs> Most of us eat sometime during the day something without washing our hands. We shake a hand, we reach right in the chip bag. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> You go to a restaurant, you don't know where those forks and knives and spoons has been, right? <laughs> he answered and said unto them, Well, have Isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Howbeit in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrine and commandments of men, for lying, laying aside the commandments of God, who have the who ye hold the tradition of men as the washing of pots and cups and many other such like things you do. And he said unto them, Full well you reject the commandments of God that you may keep your own tradition. For Moses said, Honor thy father and thy mother, and whosoever cursed father or mother, let him die the death. But you say, If a man shall say to his father or mother, it is Corban, that is to say, a gift, by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, he shall be free. In other words, what Jesus was telling him, you know, he should be taking care of his mom and dad, and you says, you know, well, it's a gift to God, you know, to, to make tradition stay. And so, and as a result, they were violating the word of God. Because the first commandment of the problem is what? Honor your father and your mother. Okay? And you suffer him no more to do aught for his father or his mother, making the word of God none effect through your traditions, which you have delivered, and many such like things you do. And when he had called the people, he said unto them, now he gives them to say, hearken unto me, every one of you, and understand. There is nothing from without a man that enter into him can defile him. But the things which come out of him, those are the things that defile the man. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And when he had was entered into the house from the people... His disciples asked him concerning the parable. In other words, okay, I hear you, but I don't have a clue what you're talking about. Say, we go back. If you like wisdom, let him ask of God. Say, and so now they're asking, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, you're, you're talking some stuff here that we don't have a clue. So now Jesus gives them the understanding. Verse 18. And he said unto them, Are you also, are ye, are ye so without understanding also? Do you not perceive that whatsoever thing from without entered into a man, it cannot defile him? Because it entered not into his heart, but into his belly, and going out into the drop, purging all meats. In other words, food don't defile you. Is what Jesus is saying. Because see, they were saying, you know, why is your disciples eating without washing hands? He says, meat doesn't defile you. What you put in there, it doesn't defile you. See? And he said, that which cometh out of a man, that defiles the man. 
For from within, out of the heart of men, proceeded evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things comes from within and defile the man. So you can see, eating food don't defile you, but what comes out of you, your thoughts, your evil thoughts, your actions, the things that you do based on your heart is what will defile you. So that's why we must renew what? Our thinking in our hearts, in our minds. We must, as Paul says in Romans 12, I beseech you by the mercies of God that you present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God, which is a reasonable service. You have to change the way you used to be. You're not the same old person. It, it amazes me how many people are supposed to be dead, but they still keep doing the same old thing. Say, remember, we buried the old man. So that we could walk in newness of life. We're not of the world. We're not of darkness. You're the children of the day. In other words, you belong to Jesus. Your actions, your conduct, and if you have wisdom, begin to cause you to act like your dad. That's why Jesus told the, the, the religious leaders, he says, you're of your father's the devil. He was a liar from the beginning. And if he's your dad, you're still going to be a liar. You dead. You bury it. So you should have the wisdom to know what you're doing and why you are doing it. If we do not ask for explanation, we're going to keep doing the same old thing. If you keep doing the same old things, they say, what are you going to get? You're going to keep getting the same old results. So, when you study, you've got to get wisdom. How does it apply? Notice what Moses says in Psalms 90, verse 12. So, teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Amen. Notice, teach me to number my days. I don't have a clue when I'm going to die. So I need to apply my heart now to wisdom so that I'm ready. So that I know that I'm walking in truth. So that I know that I'm doing what God is asking of me to do. See, I need to apply myself. i got to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. We've got to walk right. Solomon says in Ecclesiastes 7.2, it's better to go to the house of mourning than to go to a, a party, right? Now, notice, it's better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting. For that is the end of all men, and the living will lay it to his heart. Notice, it's better to go to the house of mourning. You know why? He says, you're all going that way. You're all going to die. See? So he says you need to realize that. <laughs> and it's better to go to that and keep it in your mind than to go out and be having some party. Disco Dan and all that stuff. You know? And he says the living will put it in his heart. We're not dead. We're alive. Remember, you died once. Now you've risen to walk in newness of life. You're, you're supposed to be alive. God came that you might have life and that more abundantly. So you are the children of the day. You are living. As long as you are in the Christ and born again, you are the children of the day. You are alive. See? So apply it to your heart. So give yourself the wisdom. Live right. Because you don't know when the day is coming. That's why Job, you remember what Job says? In Job chapter 1, he rose up what? He sacrificed for himself and his family. Job says, my children might have sinned against God in their hearts. And this he did what? Continually. 
Every day you've got, that's why I keep saying all the time, every day you need to read the book of Proverbs. The day was the 10th. You should have read the 10th chapter of Proverbs. Amen. Yesterday was the 9th. You should have had a, the Mars 11. Get in that book. It's going to keep you. It's going to reveal things to you. Amen. It's talk to you. Amen. So we have to learn how to apply ourselves to wisdom. Amen. I don't care how many degrees you got. You can have DD, BD, AD, you know, PhD, whatever you got behind your name. If you have no knowledge of the Word of God, all you are is an educated fool. Okay? So you got to realize that wisdom trumps everything. A PhD without wisdom is just foolishness. You have to know why you're doing what you're doing. So we have to realize, you know, as I said, you know, People are, you know, getting married and people are birthing children and everything else and they have no clue about marriage. They read a book, they get knowledge, but they don't have any wisdom in marriage. They read a book, have children, and have no clue how to raise a child. They get married, and they have no clue how to keep house. A lack of wisdom. See? We get knowledge. We need understanding and wisdom. How does it apply to our lives? Proverbs 14.1. Notice what Proverbs 14.1 says. A wise woman does what? Builds her house, but the foolish plucking it down with their hands. See, a wise woman builds her house. She takes knowledge of the things of her house. She cares. She's industrious. She is diligent about the things of her house. She keeps it clean. She looks around. She cleans it. She don't let junk clutter up in her house. She cleans it. She takes care of it. Uh, maybe that's why Paul says she's supposed to be the keeper of the home. I don't know. You know. But, but we need to make sure that we know what we're doing and why we're doing it. we got to have wisdom in this stuff. Marriages are falling apart today because people don't have wisdom. It's not a one-night stay. It's a lifetime commitment. So you have to make sure that you know what you're doing. Knowledge says winter is coming. What does wisdom say? Huh? That's right. You, you know, you know, it's a pattern. <laughs> you know, it's a pattern. Summer, fall, winter. It's going to come. So automatically, what should you buy your winter clothes? <laughs> you know, you buy it at the end of winter. When it's all on sale. You know it's coming around. That's what wisdom says. It's coming again. Get your stuff ready. Wisdom says when the first cold snap snaps, it says, guess what? Old man winter's on his way. And how many times have you seen people set back Eating popcorns and muffins, you know, and then all of a sudden, 
the snow hit and they don't have a snow shovel. You know, I've seen people every year when I drive around and stuff and coming, you know, I see people out there with little, look like little kids plastic shovel trying to get, you know, up snow. It doesn't work. See, you know what's coming. Get these things when it's on sale so that you store up for it. You know, we got ice last year. Guess what? There's ice coming probably this year too. So what do you do? <laughs> you go get your salt and your stuff to melt it. Now was cheap. You know when the winter comes, things is going to go up. If you don't have a snowboard, you buy it in the summer. Or the end of winter because you know it's cheaper. That's what wisdom does. You got the knowledge, <laughs> see? But if you got the knowledge and you don't apply some wisdom, it ain't going to do you any good. Notice what the Lord said in Proverbs 6. Go to Proverbs 6, verse 6. Proverbs 6, verse 6. God said, let me help you out. He says, go to the end, you lazy or sluggard. Consider her ways. And do what? Be wise. Watch the ants. Amen. You ever just stand and watch ants? I love to watch ants, how they work. I mean, they're out there right now everywhere. They're gathering up. You know, because people drop food, especially. You know, you know why the ants are called picnic pests? Because everybody's throwing food everywhere. That's why you always see so many ants at a picnic. They ain't fools. You know, they know winter's coming. They know the best place to get a lot of food is at a picnic. You know? And so they go to the picnic and they get all the chips and all the hot dogs and all the bread. And you see them in a line carrying it away back to their nest. And they put it in there, and they save it for the winter. She has no guide, overseer, ruler. The instinct is to do it. She provide her meat in the summer and gather her food in the harvest. See, we got to lay up. If you go back and study the old people in the, in the old days, they didn't wait till winter come to can stuff. You would walk into one of the most smoke houses down south where I grew up. I mean, they had shelves of beans and shelves of peas and shelves of cucumbers and all kinds of stuff. Just shelves of jars, apples and pears and peaches. You know, they have so much stuff. You go in one of the most smoke houses and you, you see hams here and sausages here. And, you know, all this food, they have it stored up because they knew winter was coming. Potatoes, you know, sweet potatoes, banks of sweet potatoes this tall, covered. You know, they would take and make, make like a pyramid. Sometimes you might find one this tall. You know, and then they take pine straw and put it all across it, and then they stack dirt on top of it and make a little door in the front of it. And then when they want potatoes, they just go out there and keep pulling them out because they keep going down, keep going down, keep going down. You know, and they last. See? That was wisdom. They knew. Observe. You learn by observation. From God's creation. You know it's going to happen. So prepare yourself. Don't wait till the last minute. Look at Proverbs 2. Look at Proverbs chapter 2. Proverbs 2. My son, if thou will receive my words... And hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear where? To wisdom, 
and supply and apply thine heart to understanding. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge and lifted up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver and search for her as hidden treasures, then shall thou know thou shall understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Notice. He places it into a treasure hunt almost. Searching. Search things out. But he says, if you will receive my words, get the word of God and hide it in your heart, Paul says, that I will not, David says, excuse me, that word what? If I hid in my heart, so I won't sin against you. Say, that's wisdom. You know sin can't enter there. You know sin is going to keep coming after us. So we hide the word of God, which is the antidote against evil in our hearts and in our minds and in our thoughts. So that I can see the wrong. So that I can understand the wrong. And I can apply wisdom to avoid the wrong. That's why Proverbs 6, 6 19 says, you know, these six things that the Lord hate. And seven is an abomination to him. If God hates some things, guess what? You better have the wisdom to stay away from them too. He tells you what they are. He gives you the knowledge of what he hates. So how does it apply to me? First, I don't get pride in my heart. See, I have to walk humbly before them with their eyes. He hates a lying tongue. He hates hands to shed innocent blood. Feet to be swift and run into mischief. He just speaks, you know, so discord among brethren. Say, so he gives, the word gives us the knowledge. And we, and it tells us what we need to do. So we apply it to our hearts. That gives us the wisdom. So he says, you take my word and you hide it in your heart. Amen. So that thy incline thine ear to wisdom and apply thy heart to understanding. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge and lifted up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver and search for her as hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He lay up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the paths of judgment and preserveth the ways of his saints. In other words, wisdom will keep you from doing wrong. It'll keep you in the right paths. It'll show you things and offer you guidance and directions. Why? Because Jesus Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God is His Word. You see, the value and the importance of the Word of God when we hide it in our hearts is to give us knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. It shows you, as we used to say in the army, we show you, we showed you what we showed you, and we showed you again. We tell you, we tell you what we told you, and we'll tell you again. So you know how it all applies. So that's what God does for us. Amen. He keepeth the paths of the judgment and preserveth the ways of the saints. Then shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity, yea, every good path. Amen. You know what path to walk in. Remember Jeremiah 6.16? Stand ye and ask, where's the old way? Where's the good path? And walk therein. What'll happen? You'll find rest for your soul. Verse 10. When wisdom entered into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, watch this, distression shall preserve thee. Understanding shall keep thee. To deliver thee from the evil man. From the man that speak forward things, who lead the path of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice to do evil and delight in the forward of the wicked, whose ways are crooked, 
and they forward in their paths to deliver thee from the strange woman, even from the stranger which flatter with her words, which forsake the God of her youth and forget the covenant of her God. For a house inclining unto death and her paths unto the dead. None that go unto her return again, neither take they hold of the paths of life. That they may walk in the ways of good men and keep the paths of righteousness. For the upright shall dwell in the land and the perfect shall remain in it. But the wicked shall be cut off from the earth and the transgressor shall be rooted out of it. Say, just because Solomon said, just because a wicked person ain't punished, doesn't mean they're getting away. He said, though they practice wicked a hundred times, he says, they'd be a hundred years old. He said, they're still going to have to pay the price. See, wisdom shows us, the Word of God shows us what we need to do so that we do not follow the wrong paths. Amen. Proverbs 10. I'm um, five minutes over here. We'll stop here. That's okay. We'll get back to this next week. Amen. But we got to realize that wisdom is the principal thing. It's the most important thing in any of our lives. Money is not important over wisdom. Money is, is important. The Bible even tells us that. It says wisdom is the defense and money is the defense. It says, but the difference is wisdom gives life, and money doesn't. Say, say, you can have all the money in your world, like I says, and you don't have wisdom, you're not going to have life. You have all the education in the world and not have wisdom, you're dumb. You might think you are smart. You know, I was reading an article a few ways ago that some gal it graduated from college, and she thought she was supposed to get a job and be up there with the CEOs and everybody else because they had her down working in the lower level with everybody else. She quit. She says, I'm supposed to be up there because I got a degree. Yeah, hello. Right. Yeah. You got a lot of learning to do. Amen. So we have to realize wisdom is the important thing. It's, it's got to be in your heart. So when you hide this word in your heart, when you apply this word, amen, to you and obey it, wisdom automatically start kicking in because Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God and the power of God. And we will discuss more of this as we get into it this month. Amen. Praise God. Don't forget Sunday. <laughs>